0: Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So today, you know, I'm just a little indecisive. I don't know what I want and I think that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Um it's funny because you know as women, or first of all, we have this whole women empowerment movement going on and everything. And I'm all for it. But at the same time there's a part of me that's just like Sigh. I just think that some of the things that the movement produces is not necessarily what we really want. Um but I'm, I'm just focused on me because right, because I'm always going to be humble, open and transparent about myself and talk about things from my perspective. Uh, and if you guys have things that you want to share, go ahead, leave a comment. Let me know what you're thinking or, you know, continue with your listen letters or with your DMs on Instagram. But like for real. So I'll give you a prime example. I have always been, you know, very independent growing up. It it could be because I grew up like an only child. Um, I do have siblings, but they're all 11 and 13 years older than me. And um, so it was just me left inside of the house. Uh, Didn't really have to share anything. What was mine was mine. (laughs) I didn't have to share or anything like that. So um, but my dad and my mom, you know, they grew me up. Uh, to be independent, to be able to to fend on my own, and that's one of the things that my brothers taught me too. My brothers, I remember would say to me like, "Oh, we got to teach you how to defend yourself because we're not in school with you, and if you get into trouble, we need to make sure that you know how to how to fight and how to defend yourself." So it, you know, it just carried on with me. So I've always been, you know, very independent. And then I got married, <laughs> and I say that not that that's a bad thing, it's not, marriage is beautiful, it's great, right, but no, um, I think a lot of times, especially because I also grew up kind of tomboyish, because I do have an older sister, but I didn't grow up with her, so I grew up with my brothers, um, and I just always had a lot more tomboyish tendencies, like I'd be outside digging for worms, that kind of stuff, anyways, um, but because my father, you know, kind of instilled that in me, like he taught me how to change the the oil in my car and how to change the, the tire if it went flat and stuff like that. Um, I, I think I've just always had this mentality of I can do it myself. And I, I, I do feel that a lot of women have that same mentality. Like, I don't need you to do stuff for me. I can do it for myself. Uh, But I think where the line is drawn is the whole, yeah, you know, you could do it for yourself, but it's nice to have somebody who wants to do it for you and to let them. Right. And I guess that's really kind of what I'm talking about today, because this happened maybe a couple of years ago. But the reason why I came back um, to my remembrance was because just the other day, um, I can't remember what it was Skyline was doing. But Anthony got on her and he was like, uh-uh, you're not going to be no damsel in distress. You sh- you need to know how to do this for yourself. And so after he finished talking to her, I turned to him and I was like, I'm glad you have that perspective now. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I said, because I remember a time when you fussed at me, like for real, for real, y'all fussed at me. Because I had Skyline carrying groceries in the house. And I was like, I'm glad that you have this perspective now of her not being this damsel in distress, but her knowing that she can do stuff for herself that she doesn't need her dad and her brother to do it for her all the time and so it turned into this whole conversation again because he was like no no he was like I still think that she needs to learn how to allow somebody to do things for her but at the same time she needs to learn that know that she can do it for herself I was like exactly that's exactly my point that's exactly what I'm talking about I don't want her growing up being a damsel in distress, feeling like, oh, I need a man to do things for me or, oh, my brother has to do. No, girl, you could do it for yourself. If there is no man around, then you do it. You know, and even if a man is around, I mean, is he's not obligated to do that for you. Now, if it's your husband, significant other, that's a whole nother story. And I think that's what. Anthony was talking about because we had a conversation about that, too, on one of our walks where I said to him, I was like, do you want to be my knight in shining armor? And he was like, yes, Hannah. Why would you even ask me that question? And I was just like, because I was reading a book, I I think I may have shared with you guys that I recently read a book called Love Struck. And in the beginning of the book, it was talking about that. It was talking about how, you know, she did this study on men and men were saying how, you know, they want to be the knight in shining armor for, you know, for their wives and all this other stuff. So I want to know if this was true for, for my husband. So I asked him, you know, is that what you want? And he was like, yes, I want to do things for you. And I was like, oh, OK, it. You guys are probably like, Hannah, you're crazy. Like, seriously, you didn't know that? It's not that I didn't know it, but at the same time, I'm just like, I've always been that, you know, do-for-herself type person. (laughs) And I've always thought that, you know, Anthony enjoyed that. Like, he liked the fact that his wife is no damsel in distress that if she needs to do hard work she's not afraid to get her fingers dirty you know like i've even though i am i do not have a green thumb i do not like going out into the garden and planting and all that that is not for me but i will do it i'll get out there with him and i'll pull up weeds and i'll you know when we're getting ready to lay down new foundation to our landscaping and stuff like that i get out there with him or the other day when we uh installed these uh shelves inside of our garage i was out there with him you know picking up the heavy bins and putting it up there like i'm not afraid of hard work and so i think i've always thought that he enjoyed that like you know if i need somebody to help me move some furniture it's just me and her hannah gonna help me (laughs) like i'm not gonna be by myself but at the same time i guess he's also like you i don't it's it's great that you're that way but at the same time, I want to do stuff for you. And so it brings me to this topic today about what do women really want? <laughs> you know, because, like, it's interesting. Like, I, I have a friend. She and I are very similar. Um, and we laugh about it all the time. And it's it's so funny because, like, when one of us is doing something that's kind of ill, you know, the other one is, is basically looking into a mirror and seeing it like, girl, uh-uh, you need to get it together because I... I I know you. Um, But it's it's just funny because in talking with her and us sharing with one another, you know, this place of wanting this to be done, but at the same time having this mentality that if it doesn't get done, then I'm going to just do it myself. I think that's what is the downfall or, you know, what messes us up because, you know, I, I I do like things a certain way Um, and it's, I guess it's it's being a bit in control. Uh, um, I think. Well, let me not speak for everybody. Let me speak for myself. I do like to be in control of my environment. I do like to to have things done a certain way. It brings structure and structure brings me. A peace of mind. It I it puts me in a tranquil state. You know, um, I do have a certain way that I like my house to be clean. I've had to learn, and that's a prime example. Let's take the house for example. So there is a certain way that I like things to be done inside of the house, but I'm the only person in my house who likes things to be done that way. (laughs) So I have a choice to make, or I've I've had a choice to make in regards to. All right. It's either you're going to clean the entire house by yourself and stress yourself out about it because you want things done a certain way. And everybody else who's willing to participate um, doesn't do it that way. So you have a problem with it. So your choice is, okay. leave them out of it and complain that you're not getting no help when you really can't even complain that you're not getting help because the help is there, you just don't want it because it ain't being done the way you want it to be done, right? So I had to come to this this conclusion, a revelation, you know, (laughs) with myself that, okay, it's either you gonna complain about having to do things by yourself and be unhappy about it, or you relinquish some of that control and allow them to assist you, but also acknowledge the fact that they're going to do it in their own way. I think that's another problem that I, I think that we as a people have, um, have an issue with is wanting people to do things the way we want them to rather than allowing them to do it the way that they do. You know, um, and I and I get it to a certain extent. It's like, well, if you're doing something for me, why not do it the way that I want it to? Because then, you know, because you're doing it for me. If you're doing it for me, then you need to do it so that I could be happy and pleased with it. But for me, I have to sit and I have to think about that and I have to chew on it for a little while because I'm like, but if the person is doing something like it's, it's a heart thing, right? It all comes down to your heart. Where's your intent? What, what is the motive behind you doing something? And if your motive and your intent behind it is to truly to please that person and just to make them smile, then you getting it done should be enough, right? I mean, you're trying your best to get it done the way that they would like it to, but you're not them. So you may not make the mark 100% of the time. You may miss it a little bit. Is it fair for the person that is on the receiving end to have an attitude or be unappreciative of what you're doing because it wasn't done the way that they wanted it to? You know, and so... I had, I had to think about that because I'm like, my kids are 10 and eight. All right. They are not the best housekeepers in the world. They're children. They are better at making the mess than cleaning it up. Okay. And so I have to be okay with that, with knowing that, hey, they're putting forth effort and the effort that they're putting forth I need to be appreciative of that I need to be grateful for it and not be like I'll just do it myself because y'all don't know how to do it right how does that make them feel like I, I have to ask myself that question how does it make them feel if I do that same thing with Anthony you know he doesn't clean the way that I clean he does things differently and so is it fair to him to not appreciate the way that he does it because he doesn't do it the way that I want him to now In almost 13 years of marriage, a part of me is just like, bruh, come on. Like, you you know I like it this way. Can we do it this way? I mean, even if we do it this way, maybe two out of ten times. eh. But I just realized, you know what? It's either I'm not going to be appreciative that he's trying or I'm going to just be like, you know what, forget it. And so it, it, it comes down to that whole thing of the, the independence because my mentality has been, you know what, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. And that's a wrong mentality to have. It really is. like, I, And I had to think about this the other day because I, I actually was having some really bad insomnia the night before and I didn't fall asleep until like maybe 3 o'clock in the morning. And so I normally, you know, I get up anywhere between four and six o'clock in the morning every day. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. I'm not a a sleep in type of person. But this particular day I slept in. And I don't think I got up until like maybe 9 30. And y'all are probably saying, Hannah, that's sleeping in. But for me that that was that's a real, real sleep in. <laughs> so anyways, I slept in, but when I woke up, the kids were so excited to come and tell me, mommy, we cleaned up. And they did like they had cleaned up the entire house and I was like, oh, wow. And that really dis—what what is the word Um, demystified (laughs) my belief of if I don't do it, it's not going to get done because obviously I was asleep. And I know that they were encouraged by their dad to do it. They didn't just wake up on their own and was like, oh, we're going to clean the house while mommy sleeps and surprise her. And if they did, you know, that's great. But I really feel that it was because their dad kind of encouraged them like, hey, you guys go ahead and clean up. But the fact that they did it, you know, and and I'm proud of myself because I wasn't even looking at what they didn't do the way that I would want them to. It was just the fact that, oh, wow, y'all cleaned up, like, for real for real like you you vacuum you did it i was really proud of them for doing that and for me it was a moment of just saying like no you don't have to do everything you can allow people to help you and i think that's what it comes down to is is receiving help and admitting when you need help versus allowing pride to you know snuff you from your blessing and snuff you from being able to receive something. And and I think for me as a woman, it's like, it's that, it's that pride issue of, I don't need you. I can do this on my own. But at the same time, especially if you're married, you're in a marriage where you guys are supposed to be accountable to each other. You're supposed to be each other's helpmate. You're supposed to be there for one another. So what kind of thoughts are going through your head if you're really in this place of I don't I don't really need you you know um and it's it's one of those things where it's just like yeah I I could do this by myself but I shouldn't have to because you're here and so I can't and I at the same time I can't be upset with you for not doing something that I'm expecting you to do or expecting you to know to do if I don't even tell you that I need it and it's it's this underlining thing and going back to my friend like this was a conversation that we had because she was upset about something that her husband wasn't doing and I had to ask her because you know she is me I am her like we, we be on the same wavelength with each other. And so I had to ask her, I said, well, did you tell him? Did you tell him that that was your expectation? And she was like, I mean, not really, because I didn't want to bother him. And I was just like, uh and that was a, It it, it kind of reminded me of the same thing with Anthony, because we were driving in the car one day, and it was something that I was asking. I was like, hey, so I don't really want to bother you, but I wanted to know if you could teach me. And he was like, bother me like that bothered him that I said it that way. Like it bothered him so much that for the rest of the car ride, I had to hear about how much it bothered him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry that I said that, like that. I said it that way. I apologize. Like, can we please move on? But. Um, but it w- it was funny because it-, it brought that back to my remembrance. But I was talking to her and she was like, she's like, I didn't want to bother him because I knew this was, you know, his time off. And I and I was like, yeah, it's his time off. And you could say to him, like, hey, I get it. I want you to have this time to yourself because, you know, you work really hard at the same time. I'm wondering if X, Y and Z like you have to set the expectation, you have to let somebody know what it is that you want and I think for her and me and for anybody else who can relate to what I'm saying I think it just it's a pride thing I I really think it's us just not wanting to I don't know admit that we need help because we're these strong black women right and and it doesn't matter if you're white black red latino whatever you're the strong woman and that's what I'm saying like with this whole woman empowerment thing it's very it's a very touchy subject for me because I am all for women empowerment I'm all for women empowering each other you know supporting one another doing life together you know because we need one another we need that support from one another to be there you know no mommy or female shaming one another but let's really be there because we can relate to each other on different levels and different things, right? So I'm all for it, but I I also feel at the same time that there's parts of this this movement or this empowerment that we have where it's like we're so independent that we don't need anybody. Oh, I can do it by myself. You know, um she knew that she could do it, so she did it. And it's just like mm, first of all, anything that I do, I'm not doing on my own. I'm doing because God has given me the grace to do it. That's the first thing. And, and that's just me as a believer. Like, it's not on my own. I can do nothing on my own. Um, and at the same time, when you have people in your life, I truly believe that God sends those people around you because he knows that you're going to need the support. But if you don't ever utilize the people that are around you or if you don't ever share what it is that you're doing because you're just this solo operator and you don't know how to collaborate with other people eventually those people are going to move on because their gifts are being underutilized you know and i it's it's interesting because i i see how i am more willing to collaborate like at work and maybe it's because it's a part of my job collaborate with other departments and with faculty and with students and all this it's it's a part of my job to do this so it's easier but then when it comes to a personal thing it's harder because I don't want to bother anybody and it's just like but am I really bothering people like if somebody says that to me right check it so if somebody says to me oh Hannah I don't want to bother you you may not bother like I'm your friend I'm gonna be here for you what you need but when the shoe is on the other foot and I gotta ask somebody else for help, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to bother nobody. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. It's a pride thing. That's all it is. It's simply pride. It's pride that keeps me from admitting that I need help. It's pride that keeps me from saying that people who are in my life, who I see their gifts and talents, for some reason I don't know if it's like intimidation where it's just like you oh you 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 think that you're not good enough to ask this person for help or you know you feel like you're beneath it and then you find yourself in this whole comparison thing Uh, it it always goes back to that comparison thing where you start comparing comparing yourself to another person and then that comparison just kills your contentment because now you're no longer content with the area that you're at And then because you're no longer content with where you're at because you've been comparing and now you're looking at your friend and it's just like, oh, we can't be friends because... And you done... Well, I have done put this whole little story or narrative in my head and it ain't even true. It's all because of my pride not allowing me to say, hey, I see you do this and this is really cool and I want to learn. Can you teach me? Like, it's as simple as that. And... How many times do I actually do that? I, I don't not with, not in my personal life. I mean at work. It, it's a part of what I do. Like in order for me to do my job, I have to collaborate with other people. I have to collaborate with people who my personality does not mesh well with at all. But it's a part of my job. And so I do it and I do it with a smile and I get through it because I've also done these different personality tests but they have us do it at my job all the time. So I know if I'm working with somebody who is kind of different, I know how to how to collaborate with them because it's like, okay, this is how we can help each other. But why not use those same tools in my personal life and and learning how to to ask for help? And that's what it comes down to because It's not even that I don't want the help. I do because it's hard to do things on your own. Like, seriously, you, I don't have to do it on my own. Could I, am I fully capable of doing it on my own? I am. I think I'm a very smart person. (laughs) I can figure it out. I know how to Google. I know how to watch a YouTube video to learn how to do something. It's, It's not that I can't do that. But if I know somebody who knows how to do it and yeah, I can ask them, hey, can you teach me or ask them like, hey, can we collaborate on this and barter a little bit so I help you in this area, you help me in that area. If I can do that, then why not? And so it's like, I sit here and I'm thinking about how, you know, it's funny. You see these little memes or you see these little videos on Instagram, on social media. You know, um, the latest one I've seen was with the notebook where, you know, guys are saying like, this is this is my wife or this is my girlfriend. When I'm asking her where she want to eat. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Like, it makes it seem like women are just so like indecisive. We don't know what we want. But at the same time, it's just like, there's a little truth to it. It's there's a little bit, a little bit of truth to it. to the fact that you want the help, (laughs) but because you don't want to admit that you want the help, you rather just be stuck doing stuff by yourself. Or it's not even that you don't want to admit the help. If it's not happening when you want it to happen. That's another thing. That brings me back to when I was pregnant with Skylar. Ooh, I know probably some of y'all are gonna be like, Hannah, that's a shame. Did you really do that? Yes, I did. I was wrong. I can admit that I was wrong. But at the time I didn't feel wrong. I felt very justified. But then when I thought about it, I realized I, I could have endangered myself and my child. So um I had Anthony had an amp in the backseat of our car. And I was tired of driving around with the amp in the backseat of the car because I'm like, I mean, it's not like I was driving in bad neighborhoods or anything like that. And what is a bad neighborhood? I'm, you know, no judgment. But it was not like I was parking the car in an area where it's just like, oh, you shouldn't leave that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I was just like, you shouldn't leave stuff that you don't want people to take inside your car. You shouldn't leave stuff inside your car that would cause somebody to break into your car, like, just just don't do it, and so I had asked him, could you please take the amp out of the car, mind you, I was seven months pregnant with Skylon at the time, and um, he said yes, he would do it, but he was slow and moving, and when I say slow and moving, it was like, to me, hours had passed by, and I know y'all are probably like, Hannah, it was just a couple of hours, but the thing was, is that I had been asking, like, from that week, Could he take it out the car? And he did it. So at this point, Hannah was fed up. Hannah was like, why am I talking about myself a third person? (laughs) I was fed up. And I was just like, you know what? I can move this. I'm strong. I, I, I can move this car. Not thinking about the fact that this is a heavy amp and you're seven months pregnant and you could possibly make yourself go into early labor by stressing yourself out. I didn't think about none of that. I just moved the amp out of the car and put it in the garage. And so um, when he realized what I did, he fussed at me and I was just like, what, what? And it was a bad, it was, it was a bad argument. But I realized after I cooled down, Hannah, you were wrong because you could have just waited, and that was nothing but pride that caused you to go out to the car and move the amp at seven months pregnant and endanger your child and not even realize what you were doing. So it's, it's little things like that. So I know I can admit that, yeah, I have an issue with pride when it comes to asking for help. Um, I'm getting better. I am not fully delivered for <laughs> from it. I'm gonna just be honest. I am not fully delivered. Um but it is a work in progress. It's it's hard. It it really is sometimes hard to just ask for help. And I don't know why. I I don't know. I guess for me it's I don't know. Is, do I think that it's like a sign of weakness or something like, "Oh, only weak people ask for help?" I don't think that. I mean, I teach my kids to ask for help when they need help, and not try to do things on their own. Um, but I don't know. I guess I—that's I, a little bit more self-reflection that I need to do to figure out why I have an issue with asking for help in my personal life, um, in doing things. You know, it's kind of like when uh, you had a project at school, and I feel like <laughs> I feel like maybe that's where it stems from. Is like I don't know. It's a trigger. But you remember in school when you had to do, you know, group projects and I dreaded them. I dreaded doing group projects because I would rather do it by myself. Like I didn't want to have to depend on anybody else from our grade. And maybe it stems from that, you know. But like I said, at work, I have to do stuff together with work. But you know what? I think one of the reasons why at work I can... I can do collaborative projects because it's something that is self-initiated. You know, if I'm doing an event, I know that I need to, like, reach out to certain departments to bring the, the event together, but I'm still, I'm the orchestrator or I'm the coordinator of it, you know. So because I'm coordinating it, I'm delegating what everybody is supposed to do so I still feel this sense of control. That could be reason why at, at work collaboration is not difficult for me. But in my personal life, it's I don't know (laughs) if y'all figure it out, if y'all know like, hey, Hannah, I think this is what your issue is. Go ahead. Leave me a comment. Uh, DM me. Send me a list of letters. Let me know because I really need to figure this out. I need to figure out what is my issue with um, (laughs) with asking for help. Like, okay, I, I realize it's a pride thing. And that's that's something that I definitely have to allow the Lord to just remove completely um from me and deliver me from that uh but yeah I need to to realize that it's okay to ask for help more and not be so there's nothing wrong with being independent I I you know I think having a self of independency is good knowing that you can do things on your own is good but to the point where you refuse to receive or ask for help that's where the issue lies that's where you know you i personally feel like i need to do self-reflection and figure out what's the root issue of that because you you got to be able to receive help because if you don't how you gonna receive your blessing you know Um, how is God going to be able to use other people in your life to be a blessing to you? Because remember, he's a source and he uses individuals as a resource to you. So how can he get the resources to you if you're not willing to receive the help? So anyways, I hope you guys got something out of today's episode. Um, I definitely need to do some more deep reflection on this. And like I said, if you have any comments, go ahead and share them with me. Like, subscribe, share with a friend. Um, You can always send your listener letters into hannahsworld 0 at gmail.com. Connect with me on Facebook at Hannah's World and connect with me on Instagram on Hannah's World as well. All right. Until next time. Peace out, world.